Thus I turned to all my works, which my hands had done, and the labor which I labored to do. Behold, all was vanity and striving after the wind. There was no advantage under the sun. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In the first 11 verses of Ecclesiastes chapter 2, Solomon wrote about his test. He tested pleasure to the fullest extent possible, and he found it all to be empty. As he continued writing in chapter 2, he changed his focus, and he turned his attention back, similar to chapter 1, to considering the most profound questions in life. He thought deeply about these things yet again. Whereas in chapter 1, verses 12 through 18, he found that striving after wisdom brings no satisfaction, in chapter 2, verses 12 through 23, he asks whether there is a difference between wisdom and folly. Hear now God's word in Ecclesiastes 2, verses 12 through 23. So I turn to see wisdom, madness, and simple-minded folly. What will the man do who will come after the king except what has already been done? And I saw that there is an advantage in wisdom over simple-minded folly, as light has an advantage over darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. And yet, I know that the fate of one becomes the fate of all of them. Then I said in my heart, as is the fate of the fool, so will my fate be also. Why then have I been extremely wise? So I said in my heart, this too is vanity. For there is no remembrance of the wise man along with the fool forever inasmuch as in the coming days all will be forgotten, and how the wise man dies with the fool. So I hated life, for the work which had been done under the sun was grievous to me, because everything is vanity and striving after the wind. Thus I hated all the fruit of my labor for which I had labored under the sun, for I must leave it to the man who will come after me. And who knows whether he will be a wise man or a man of simple-minded folly. Yet he will have power over all the fruit of my labor, for which I have labored, and for which I have acted wisely under the sun. This too is vanity. Therefore I turned my heart to despair of all my labor, for which I had labored under the sun. When there is a man who has labored with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, then he gives his portion to one who has not labored with them. This too is vanity and a great evil. For what does a man get in all his labor and in the striving of his heart with which he labors under the sun? Because all his days his endeavor is painful and vexing. Even at night his heart does not lie down. This too is vanity. Solomon's purpose in our text was in comparing wisdom to madness and simple-minded folly. We could say inane folly, or that which is senseless and irrational. He recognized 
there was an advantage to the wise man. The wise man has some light. He knows how to live amidst all of life's challenges. While those of madness and folly walk in darkness, they're ignorant of how to do so. But he also saw that there is no advantage to the wise, as his end is the same end as the fool, death. The majority of our text, verses 15 through 23, has to do with the conclusions Solomon reached. He said there is nothing lasting for either the wise or the foolish. Both die, both decay, both are forgotten. Both labor to give a legacy to those who didn't labor. And that person may squander it all away. So again, Solomon writes, It is all vanity, futility, striving after the wind. It's a great evil, he said, so much so that he hated life. He hated all the fruit of his labor. He completely despaired. He found it all tiring and tiresome. That kind of life zaps all vitality from a person. It causes a person to lose heart. It's painful, burdensome, and a restless existence. Death swallows up not only the person, but the person's hopes and dreams for the future. But, praise be to Yahweh, in His Son, death has been swallowed up in victory. If our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness, then life is worth living. It is satisfying. It is filled with joy. And, as Dr. R.C. Sproul used to say, right now counts forever. Listen to these words from Craig Bartholomew. From this perspective, how we live and how we shape culture is enormously important and of lasting, indeed, eternal significance. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.